Now look here. I don't know about the rest of y'all. But it look like I'm gonna have to keep selling that heroin just to make ends meet. What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On this show, we'll dive into our reactions to the track Piss, released by Megan Thee Stallion, and also Nicki Minaj's supposed response this record, and share where we stand on the On Wax beef. Then, we'll dive into our bracket and decide what was the best hip-hop album released in the year 1998. We'll start off with 32 albums and pit one against the other until we have one final album standing. Then for our album face-off, we'll be putting Alchemist Sandwich by The Alchemist against Real Late by Peter Rosenberg and weigh in on which album we felt was better and why. And then the crew will share what they've been buffing for the week. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Yo, what's good, Vince? What's up, what's up? What's going on, my brother? Man, life. <laughs> life. <laughs> everything, everything decent, though, man. Just, yeah, man, busy, busy, man. Oh, I understand, my brother. I understand. I, I, I thank you for hopping on tonight. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. How's the family? Everybody good? Yeah, everybody good. We, we, we just getting back to, from having a little... Like being under the weather, man. Like so we, we all caught a bug and kind of, uh, kind of got the best of us. I understand. I understand. Something's going around. My son is actually dealing with an ear and sinus infection right now. Actually, just had to pick up his uh, antibiotics back uh, maybe like an hour or so ago. But yeah, he was. You know, once we get them antibiotics, and I'm like, hopefully he'll he'll turn the corner. But uh. Yeah, he he was dealing with a little something, and then he got he had a fever and everything, and then he got better in like a day or two. But he never got rid of the snot, and then all of a sudden, as of yesterday, he just was sicker than he ever was. Like, and it's like, oh man, what is what's going on here? Yeah, well, I guess last last uh, last hurrah before it kind of starts to warm up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I heard y'all been getting hit with some actual cold weather down there. Yeah, it was it was cold, abnormally cold, and it was raining like crazy. So it was wet and yeah, chilly for for Arizona. <laughs> right, I'm sure you still got your Chicago gear. You know what I'm saying? You prepared? Yeah, I didn't have to put that on. No, I had to put that coat on. But yeah, I mean, we talking about 28 degrees. Oh snap! Yeah, so I guess. You yeah, had to break out the Tams. You had to break out the Tams and the Scully. Well, you know, I wear my construction boots at work anyway, so. I got you. I got I you. I got my construction Tams. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you know, I know, I know you. You stay prepared. Just say it ain't nothing new to you. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm waiting for one more person to, to, to pop in tonight. But man, bro, I know you probably already seen all the. Back and forth over the internet, uh, the latest beef, the latest battle on wax, man, between uh, two of hip hop's premier female MCs right now. As you probably already know, uh, Megan The Stallion re- released a track entitled Hiss, where she's just kind of sending off warning shots at everybody who's kind of had something to say about her, something slick to say about her over the past year or so. <laughs> 
and um she took a she took shots at quite a few people now to her credit though she didn't mention any name she did not drop one name in this song but it was pretty clear who she was talking about she was talking about she was sending shots at drake uh party tory lanes and of course Nicki minaj um to which Nicki has since responded after teasing a response for what three days and she responded with her track bigfoot um (laughs) (laughs) where 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 how do you i got a i got a couple of questions here what did you think of megan's song what did you think of nikki's response and where do you see this going well i can say i megan the stallion impresses me more than uh than you would think because she actually is a complete writer man like she's a complete artist she can actually write but people people get more about her you know they more about her body and her antics and her um you know showing off her body dancing and stuff but she can actually write she's not a she's not shabby in in that department and she keeps proving she can especially when she just you know writing about something that has some substance to it like she really can she has she has a certain level of going off that she can that she can achieve and um like she's satisfactory with it so i mean i like the song she she wrote the beat well and um she has some stuff to say only thing about it man she see she's coming off as uh bitter and uh she's coming off very bitter and one trick ponyish since it seems like she just I don't know, but then again, it's not like yeah, it's not like I'm checking for Megan the Stallion like that. But yeah, like every song, it seemed like she's talking about the same people. I guess she's sneaking, seeing some some more people, but it's the same people she's talking about. She she got a guy in jail already. Keep talking about him, like why you talking about him? Guess the 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 guy that cheated on her. uh, What's his name? Party. Party. Yeah. Why she keep mentioning him? Like you, you got a song already. Like, yeah, I, you, I, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't even, I couldn't even quote any lyrics dealing with him specifically. Like the stuff that stood out to me was, you know, the Drake reference. You know, talking about complaining about how you hate girls with BBLs, but you got the same scars. Like I thought that was, you know. And, and and let me let me be clear like like I don't think I don't think that like first of all let me just say I'm proud of Megan for standing up for herself in the MC context I think a lot of niggas have been saying some slick stuff about her for whatever reason it's like Drake didn't even need to say anything about it he was just he was just getting in on the pandemonium just to be popular be with the be down with the in crowd I think but you know the the other stuff you you talked about her being bitter i agree with you i just think that in a weird way not not even a weird way but i I, in a in a certain way she has a right to be a little bitter you know she had this traumatic experience happen to her people immediately dismissed her didn't believe her called her all sorts of names dan says she deserved to get shot like being dogged her out for like for tory lane's own stupidity that landed him behind bars it's just like she she's dealt with a lot you know what i'm saying and to have to go through all of that trauma without even having the 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 luxury of a the parent you were closest to to kind of see you through it 
I kind of understand why she's bitter and I applaud channeling that frustration and that bitterness into your art, so to speak. And like, just kind of let niggas have it. You know what I'm saying? It could be a cathartic experience for a lot of people. You know, the Megan's Law line, I, I didn't even know what that was referring to specifically till my wife like broke it down for me what Megan's Law was, you know? And apparently that's the line that got Nicki Minaj so triggered. You know, so I since then Nikki's come out and taking shots at her and everything and did a Twitter live where she just sounded unhinged and then kept teasing us with this Bigfoot song for days and then when it finally dropped, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not feeling it personally. Like I want those two minutes of my life back, honestly. But what did what did you think of it? I enjoyed it, man. Um, she better she better leave Nikki alone. Is all I'm the, saying. The Bigfoot track? You thought that was? You thought that yeah, was? Yeah, I like. Oh wow, I like the beat, man. It's got a it, it, it had a weird it had a weirdness to it. I liked it though, like. <laughs> yeah, she called a Bigfoot. Like she started off, like, she started off like funny but aggressive, like because you know she got a big foot, you know. <laughs> Then she, she she snuck some stuff in there and said some stuff that uh that 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 shows that she still got she still can write and that uh yeah you don't want to test her pen in my opinion like I I think Megan should just yeah let don't I would I wouldn't respond back to her if, if uh if I was her I don't know man that 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 Nikki track to me was kind of that kind of it was it was just kind of it was just whack like I. I, I the beat whatever, but like the way she was rapping over it with the voice changes and the whispering, and it was it was literally hard to listen to for me. Like, you know, all the tonal changes in her voice, like, and and it's like I don't. I'm all for people going at it, going you know over the microphone or whatever. I'm all for that, but like, don't 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 take shots at somebody for things they cannot help or things that happen to them. And call it a diss. It's like that to me. That's not a diss. That's that's just bullying. Like you know, to make to poke fun at somebody because they got shot or their mom died or you know whatever the case may be. It's just like I don't know, man. It's just something icky about it to me. You know, and and she just it wasn't it wasn't even like a to me a sonically pleasing experience like the Nikki response. She sounded coked out. She sounded. Trigger. You said coke, coked out. Yeah, bro. They they say she on that booger sugar, bro. And it's like I'm kind of starting to believe it. It's, at first, I was just like, ah, oh, that's probably what they say about every rich celebrity. But judging from that tw- that 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 live Twitter feed or whatever she did, and this honestly, this track, I'm just kind of like, they might be on to something here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Like. You know, and it's like to me, it sh- it showed just how triggered Nikki was over one bar, because essentially Megan only threw one bar her way, and um, she just yeah, but like she like yeah, she 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 came at her husband for you know whatever it is he he went through in his past, but he didn't. He oh, whoa, whoa, not 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 whatever this 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 dude this dude uh, raped a chick at knife point. Then her brother, who she's been public about supporting Nicki Minaj's brother, repeatedly raped an eleven-year-old. 
and you know she she's wrote letters of support for him she's been unapologetic in supporting him and like i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm not i'm not saying you should abandon family or anything like that but you need to be careful with what you put out for public consumption as far as like support you're going to throw to a person accused of such heinous and atrocious acts to me that's a problem like i i can't I can't root for somebody who supports child molesters. Said somebody, you said you can't support somebody who supports child molesters? Right, I can't, I, I can't root for somebody who supports child molesters. Um, and well, granted, I know it's her family, but do that, do that mess in private. Go see your brother in jail in private. Don't don't do press conferences and write judges letters and, and, and post them about how much you, you know, are, are angling to get him out. And, you know, you got your little husband or whatever, like what he did, he, he committed that act when he himself was a teenager. So you can make the argument of like, OK, let him live that down or whatever. I get that. But like if other people bring it up, it is, it is fair game because you chose to support these people. Like he didn't become a, a, a sexual, uh, he didn't become a sex offender after you got with him. You you fool knew well about those charges before you married him, and you knew about the charges uh, of her brother, and decided to be public in your support of him as well. So it's like, I don't know, a person like that to me is a little detached from reality. Um, be that as it may, her husband. He's paid his debt, right? He, he did right. his time. He did his time. He ain't bothering nobody. So, I mean, if somebody brings something up, like, what would what would what would your response be if somebody, like, when people keep bringing him up, wouldn't it be like, well, what what if it was like a situation with just I don't know, not that per se, but just something that one of your family members had done, and they keep bringing it people keep bringing it up that's in the same industry as you like you just gonna let it ride or, or you gonna have something to say about it it, de- it it depends on what that family member did if that family <laughs> if that family member was was you know out here like stranger danger you know like hey like i wouldn't defend i, I definitely would not defend their actions that that's that's what i, I wouldn't do like like well i, well, I mean i i I don't even know if Nikki is defending it. I just think she, hey, you, uh, she went in, she stands something about us. You know, it's like she responded. She didn't defend it. You know what I'm saying? Correct. It's correct. Like, um, but 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 if somebody just said one bar, like I wouldn't necessarily react that the way she reacted. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, she she. I, I mean, she, I get your point. She she had point. a she had a full full on meltdown. You know what I'm saying? You know, in response to what Megan said. And Megan, like I said, to Megan's credit, she only said one bar. You know what I mean? Like, I think the stuff she said about Drake was far more vicious, you know? Yeah. But um, I think I think I think well Nikki, she been she been a little quiet when it comes to the rap game. She 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 I think she ready to chop people chop the ladies' heads off because she she trying to reestablish that she is the greatest lady rapper out here in 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 this in this in this spot. But that's like, the thing. She spent the she spent the past eight nine years making cheerleader music. 
I mean, but she she still she still that's what it seems like she's doing. Like she came back. This album she did she made it's doing good, and it look like she ready for anybody that's, that's that's ready to come at her. I think she needs to get ready. I I, I think that this she just dropped. It was dude. I was that was like Melly Mel dissing Eminem levels of bad to me. Nah, nah, he, nah, <laughs> he, nah, 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 you. Now you didn't went too far. <laughs> nah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I think that this is, to me, it's clearly, because you've been on the side of Megan from the jump. Like, you through all of the the uh, cloudiness of the situation, you've always enrolled with Megan. So, like... I, I, I am a member of a, a pro-Megan household, yes. <laughs> yeah, so... It seems so. It just seems apropos all the things you're saying in reference to what Nikki, what Nikki has to say. Like you gonna ride with with, with Megan with, on Megan's side, and it's cool. I'm not riding on it on either side. It's just uh, well, what what I want to see bringing what, some energy. What what I want to see is some dope battling going on. Like I want to see, you know, I'm fine with what Megan did. I was hoping. I was hoping. Nikki was going to give us something fire. Like, I honestly was. Like, you know, I, I began, I started to get worried when it took her three days to drop this track, you know, and then I'm hearing stuff about, oh, she wanted to use some beat. She wanted to rap over a beat that Juicy J had made, but Juicy J didn't give her the clearance for it because Juicy J is, him and Megan are, that's, that's his peoples. So he wouldn't clear the sample for Nikki so then all Nicki Minaj's like fans, the barbs or whatever, they doxed where Juicy J lived. Did you hear about this? No. Oh man, yeah, that's the other part. So they doxed him and then they doxed the grave site and cemetery where Nicki's mom is buried at. You mean Megan's mom? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Megan's mom. And barbs were talking about going up to the grave site to desecrate, to deface the grave and and Nikki liked it on social media. So it's like Nikki is just she's she's going out bad, man. She's going out bad. Um Hey, she yeah. might be because she's going a Tupac route with the battle. Like with the with this battle. Like Okay, um, so then come with come with come with something fire though. It just be like, nah, 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 that's why your mama did, and that's why you got shot in the foot. That's not good enough for me. Yeah, well, you she didn't say. really say it like that. She said something to the effect. I only really heard it once, to be honest. He said, "Tell me something to the effect. How you get? You know how you? Something with shot in the foot, but you ain't got no scars or something." She was saying something okay. to that effect. So you said you heard it. You heard it once. You you haven't. You probably haven't listened to it a second time because it wasn't that good. <laughs> nah, nah, it's not that. It was like I was getting prepared for the uh, show. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Like, I'm gonna listen like, to it again. I actually like, I actually like the beat, man. And, um, really? Like, I yeah, I did. Like, I, you know what it is? I'm starting to, I'm starting to get into this, um, this New York drill that they got. This sturdy music. Okay. Like, and like, it's starting to, it's starting to warm up to me. This uh, Ice Spice style flow that they got, five year old foreign style. So like. It didn't. It wasn't as off-putting to me what what uh, Nikki was doing, 
because that's like the style they kind of doing in New York now. But um, she still she hit she hit on some of the bars. I think she just was like she was being more hyperbolic than anything because she was, but she still was saying some bogus stuff that would that would would nag Megan the stallion like. She was saying that stuff to Ribber, Rib at her, but she like, you know, you don't want the next part to come out. Seeming like she got some information or something. Like she knows something. And uh Well see, that's the thing. Come out with that. Don't make us wait three days and then drop two minutes of just trash and then be like, Yeah, I got some more in the chamber. No, you don't. Cause if you did, you would have after that meltdown you had on Twitter Live, you would have released it. Like give me give give us the bars you know what i'm saying and it's like you know these reports of like her fan p or nikki's fans like twerking at megan's mom's tombstone or whatever that's just that's just low class man that's that's and this is this is coming from somebody who's danced on the graves of confederate soldiers myself like <laughs> but what like, <laughs> Yeah, man. Long, long story. Actually, not not a long story, but yes, I did that. But like this woman, this this passed away woman has done nothing to y'all. She's done nothing to Nikki, you know. And Nikki's not gonna do anything for y'all for doing that. So to me, it's just kind of low class and just to me a bridge too far. Disrespecting, twerking defacing somebody's mother's gravesite. That's just to me that's a bridge too far. And and Nikki should have when when they brought it up online, Nikki should have put a stop to it instead of liking it. She should have spoke up and said, hey look, I ain't down with that. We don't get down that way over here. You know, we gonna keep it wrapped. You know what I'm saying? Like to me that's just a bridge too far. Hey, it sounds sound like New York to me. Uh, is it though? That that sounds like some of that new stuff. Like man, and that it sounds like some old school mafia stuff, man. And New York is heavy with the mafia uh, personality within its cities and its boroughs. It sounds like some spit on your grave type stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. But like, come with the bars. Like, don't come with the theatrics. You know, come with the bars. Like, like like Megan did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, well, she only had one bar. So like, right? She, did. she had one bar. So Megan, had, uh, Nikki actually had more bars than what what Megan had. But you you think you think Megan Thee Stallion can outbar Nikki? Um, and now it's like today. Yes, as of today, I do think that. I, after <laughs> after after what Nikki just dropped, maybe not maybe it's... maybe not ten years ago, she could. But now, uh I don't know, bro. Like, Nikki, Nikki sounds coked out and desperate and flailing and triggered. I, I just, if she had something better, why didn't you come with it? Um, I don't see. I don't agree with you all the way on that. So it's like I don't know. You where, see, this is how it plays what, out with most battles. Okay, let's let's take the last hot, really high profile battle, which was what who Jay Z and Nas. Hove did Takeover, Nas did Ether, then Hove did Super Ugly, and then it was everyone pretty much caught it after that. Look at Cannabis and LL. You had the little kerfluffle with second round knockout. I'm sorry, with, with 4321, then Cannabis dropped second round knockout. LL dropped, ripped the jacker. 
and then people caught it after that. You know what I'm saying? Sa- same thing with with with, uh, with with Drake and Meek Mill. Drake dropped. I forgot the name of the first track, but then he dropped back to back. Charged up. Charged up. Then he dropped back to back, and then it was pretty much over after that. Meek Meek did eventually respond, but it was kind of too late. Like rap audiences don't have the attention span to go. You know what I'm saying? To to pay attention to four, five, six different songs or whatever. We usually listen to that first or second track you drop, dissing a person, and then we kind of, you know, we kind of judge. We ju- we judge the whole battle off that those, those first one or two records. So it's like that's why I say if Nicki has something else better in the chamber, I don't know why she didn't release it. Which makes me think she ain't really got nothing. Oh well. I, um, the only the only the only rapper slash artist that's in her lane that I think could outbar her right now is Doja Cat. I don't I don't think Cardi can. I don't think Meg The Stallion can, and I don't think Remy Ma can without using Papoose lyric. I'm glad you brought up Remy Ma because that's somebody else who tore into Nicki. Did Nicki ever respond to Remy Ma? I'm not sure. Not maybe not directly. Yeah, because Sheether was like what six, seven years ago. Yeah, and then Nikki went. She went zero dark thirty. She had a little radio show, but she wasn't making music like that. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought up Remy, uh, cause like that, that was another one where it was just like, yeah, Nikki's, Nikki's out of her element. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> I would I would love to see some real rap records, some real disses exchange back and forth, but I just don't think we're gonna get that out of Nikki. Like I just well, maybe maybe we will, cause like Megan had a lyric, had two bars about her. Nikki kind of just like played it out, put it out there for bait, playing around. We'll see what what if Megan can keep it you know maintain what she's doing because i like i said she she can she can write like she's a complete artist so we'll see if she actually got something we'll see if this this is a a real beef because like even cardi b never went at nikki whole like a whole song sneak dissing and stuff but she ain't never came with her came after her with a whole song because cardi b man and she she got ghostwriters so Cardi B got Ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. So she's never officially came at, at Nikki. Um, Nikki ain't out. Nikki writes. So you think, her own you think stuff. the only person, the only person more, the only female rapper more lyrically proficient than Nikki at the at the moment is Doja Cat. In her lane, okay. we're not talking about you know because uh, Rhapsody is not in Nicki Minaj's lane. Right, right. So we're not talking about that's a different, a whole different thing. Nikki would she would I I don't think she would even want to mess with rap with Rhapsody but Doja Cat uh, is in the same lane same creative lane and yeah I I don't think anybody wants to battle Doja Cat (laughs) nobody would want to battle her you would have to put me on some some records of hers I heard her new album actually got some bangers on it but yeah I I haven't of course I haven't heard it yet but uh Well, see, the I'm thing not, about Doja is she. I'm not going to say she can't rap. Like, the times I have heard Doja Cat rap, like, like she can actually rap. 
you know, bar wise, I would I don't know, I would still put Lotto over Nicki Minaj currently. Lotto not not I'm not I'm not talking about 2010 Nikki. I'm talking about Nikki today. No, Lotto is de- I mean Lotto decent. She's decent. I haven't heard a ton of her music, but she's decent, but she seems more fluff. Not not all fluff, but like she, I mean she's decent, but I mean she she's she got to play the part. She 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 she's playing all, all of them are playing Lil Kim's blueprint. So I mean <laughs> all of them are like their own little version of of, of Lil, Lil Kim. Um, with with their slight variances, but it's it's all her blueprint. But I mean, Lotto, she she's she ain't. I mean, she's a complete artist as well. But I don't think, I don't think they can hold. I don't think they can take over Nicki Minaj. I don't think. Uh, from what I've seen out of Nicki Minaj, you said ten years ago, but like. That ten years ago just means that you had ten more years to expound, you know. And yeah, I mean, I never thought, I never thought Nikki was going to be this like generational talent. Like I, I, when she first dropped, I was like, okay, she's going to have a decent five, six year career. You know what I'm saying? Probably kick the door in for some more female MCs like her, and then she, she's going to pretty much for the most part be out of here, which is kind of you know played out the way i i I kind of predicted it i just i think unfortunately with nikki i think she's burned too many bridges throughout her run in the industry i think like she spent a lot of time ingratiating herself with the male mcs more than the female mcs and i think that's kind of come back to uh bite her in the butt a little bit yeah it seemed like she had but she came in going after little kim that might have caused a divide between, you know, she never, she never came at Trina though. She just came in. I mean, Trina she, was Trina was passe by the time yeah. Nikki got in the game. When when nobody it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a ton of it wasn't a ton of lady rappers like that when she came in the game. Right, there wasn't, there wasn't, which made her 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 timing perfect. But um, she had the crown for a minute. You know, Remy was in jail. <laughs> I don't even know why they were beefing at each other, but you know, it is what it is. Then Cardi B comes out of nowhere. Um, then Nikki got mad that she ain't show her the same love. Well, she didn't show her love, but it's like, well, you came in kind of the same way Cardi came in, but you upset about it. Um, got butthurt about that. They never officially, they, you know, they do subliminals at each other, but never officially said nothing. So it's like, I just don't think nobody should mess with her. Aside from Doja Cat, I don't think nobody should. I don't know, shit. bro. I'm I'm the opposite. I I, sm- I I smell blood in the water with Nikki. I, I think she's, I think she's hurt. I think she's she's flailing. Maybe it's the echo chamber I'm in, but like I don't. I I, I, nah, I, I haven't I haven't heard anybody say that that disc was hard. Nah, it's the rose colored glasses you got from Meg Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. It's not an echo chamber. Oh, wait, you, but your, you know what? It's just you your affinity towards Meg the Stallion. Speaking of speaking of rose colored glasses, you know who else I think could take could take Mickey out if they if if they ever cross swords, so to speak, Armani Caesar. 
I don't even know she's right. I don't even think she writes like that. I mean, she can definitely write, but I don't think that's her. That ain't even her energy. But I guess maybe she does have that griminess. She's part of Griselda, you know. So, hey, maybe she she would be up to it. Would it would boost it. her. It would boost her prestige. I def, I, I know that. It would it would help her career. Most definitely. And you have a special affinity for her too. So. More, more than Nikki, actually. <laughs> I mean, more yeah, than uh, more than Megan, actually. Yeah, man, I've never understood why her name is Meg The Stallion. No. I, I, when I first when I first heard the name, I thought, oh, this is the first official uh, transgender uh, rapper, huh? And then, because <laughs> you know, Stallion is a male horse. Oh, okay. No, I thought I thought it was. Yeah, I did. I, I my read on the name was totally different. It was the opposite. I was like, okay, this is a because see, stallion is also used to refer to a built woman. Yeah, I, I, down in Texas, I I, I I had found that out. But when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, first transgender because I was like, her name should be more like Meg the Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got the same ring to it. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. But I mean, a mare is a a, a, a lady horse, you know. I just right. it, it's just I don't know. But hey, I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> Make the mare. <laughs> oh oh man. man, the lengths oh. I go to for a corny joke. Yeah, that, that, that that's a dad joke right there. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I, I love battles, man. It's like, that's what I think the game is missing. Some of back battles right now. But, For you real. know, you don't you don't always <laughs> you don't always get what you tune in for. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I honestly feel that that Meg is ready for a round two. Should it go there? But Nikki, I don't know. Not so much. Not so much. As long as she as long as she ready for bars and not sounding bitter. I think I think that'll be cool. But if 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 Nikki knows something behind the scenes that would take over, then you know, I guess it remains to be seen. Well, that's the thing. She said that Nikki said that if Megan didn't apologize within 24 hours, things would get ugly. And it's been 24 hours, so it's like, all right. Well, it's it's yeah yeah it has been it has been. <laughs> Looking, 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 looking now, um, and it's like I, I took that to mean like, okay, I got another disc record in the chamber, but you know, as of as of right as of right now, as of ten oh one p.m. January 29th, yeah, yeah, she's got nothing. But um, well, it said it said the official audio dropped twenty two hours ago. Okay, okay, <laughs> but the title is hilarious, man. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> what what size shoe you wear, Ian? I wear a nine. Hey, Megan, foot bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she she wearing a whole ten out here, man. Y'all 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 got to get up off my girl Megan, man. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> got a big foot, man. Y'all got to get up off my girl. I wonder oh, if she uses Doctor Squatch products. Squatch, the Squatch soap. <laughs> yeah, because you know, Squatch is that, I mean, Sasquatch. Oh, oh, Bigfoot. <laughs> nah, oh, I get it though, man. Like, 
I, I get I, trust me man like I say what I say but I do understand your um your affinity towards Meg and it's not just because she's attractive it's actually because of the protective nature you have for women and I applaud that but I'm just and she can rap the, she could actually rap yeah 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 as as I as I as I have stated earlier she actually she's she's complete it's nothing there's nothing that she can't do. Um, she 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 checks off all the boxes. Um, but just bar for bar, I don't think she can. I don't think she can outbar Nikki. Uh, if Nikki, yeah, I just I don't think she can. But we hopefully we'll see, man. Hopefully yeah. this next week, this next week can, can be interesting. Being an official battle between we female shall see. artists. Yeah. I sincerely hope this time next week we're talking about at least one or two more records that that have dropped. Like in, in this particular back and forth with these two, like that's what I hope. That's what I hope. But I don't know, man. So who do you who do you think has who do you think has more more of an ability to to turn a song over in in, in a matter of a day or two? Oh man, at, at this point. I honestly have more confidence in Megan. Mm. I was not I impressed by what longer to write. It probably does. It probably does. But like, I don't know, man. When you when you in battle mode, the bars come pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? The bars come pretty easy. You 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 typically don't step to somebody or send shots at somebody unless you are prepared to take it there. Typically. Um, but see, this that's the thing though. Like Megan a Stallion, what she excels at, cause she sounds she talks like a, a, a lady pimp. So like she has that talk about her, but like it's just a lot of braggadocious talk. You know, that that I said what I said type speech. But I don't think she's ever ready for smoke. And when it, if she actually had to write some smoke, I don't know if she is prepared to write that way, but she is really good at like little slick, pimpish uh, one-liners. Like she's good with that, but that stuff is more like that's more like just big talking, you know. That's right. Like that, that that bravado. It's nothing, nothing real or direct. So I wonder if she got enough in her to just write something direct like that. We like hopefully, like I said, we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. it just all ends after that. It ain't no, no um, bitterness. Like we um, we can't be cool after that. Even though she's kind of you know Meg the Stallion is on the on party B side, so like I guess they kind of like would never be friends. Has, has uh, Nikki and Cardi B done? I mean, Nikki and Megan done a song together? Uh, I believe they have. They might have. I think about it. Yeah, I believe they have. I, I not not that long, not not too long ago either. Um, less yeah, than a year, I want right. to say. I think you're right. But like you know, Megan and Cardi, they got a, they got, they got a business relationship together. So it seems like they they they're more cooler. But yeah. yeah, I guess future will tell. The immediate future will tell. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. All right, man. It's just me and you working through this bracket tonight. <laughs> Jamil had to call off. He had to bow out. Unfortunately, my cousin Chad, she she unfortunately had a death in the family. 
So oh, she no. had to, yeah, she had to tend to some business. And I keep her uh, in my prayers. Yeah, please do, please do. Aaron and 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 the homie Brian is running late, so <laughs> we'll we'll get through it. I think we can get through it. Okay. Because I got I got like three other brackets on deck that we're gonna be doing in the near future too. So we'll go ahead. We'll go we'll go ahead and get this one out the way. And okay. Hey, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. But um if y'all don't like the results, y'all should have called in. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to do ninety-eight uh, ninety-eight album bracket because a lot of people have made the claim that 98 is one of the best years in hip-hop one of hip-hop's more mature years a lot of people will will praise that year because that was the year we saw a rise in a lot of regional list hip-hop you know outcast goody mob they were holding it down in in atlanta scarface dropped that year too representing houston ac alone exhibit was holding it down for, for california and you had Juvenile and Master P. They were kind of like the flagship artists coming out of respective, out of their respective labels like Cash Money and um, No Limit coming out of New Orleans. But then also you had the underground scene too, was kicking up a lot of dust. And and it was growing at that time, you know, Black Star, Lyricist Lounge, uh, Black IPs at the time before they sold out. It's funny, like. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, out of these out of these 32 albums, out of these 32 albums, 20 of them are from New York artists. So that's the other thing about 98. I think people don't really talk about when New York hit when New York hip hop was dominant, it was a great, it was a great year and a great scene for hip hop when New York was was dominant. You know, and you had you had all five boroughs holding it down. You had Jay-Z and M.O.P. coming out of Brooklyn. You had Tribe, Mob Deep, Ja Rule from Queens. Bronx had Pete Rock, Big Pun, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Uh, Staten Island still had, you know, Wu-Tang representing, RZA Drop, Meth Drop. Harlem had Big L, uh, Cameron, Dipset. They were getting their footing around this time too. And then you still had Yonkers. You had Long Island and Yonkers with DMX and the Locks. So with all five boroughs representing strongly, you know what I'm saying, and holding it down for, for New York hip hop, it, it made for a great year in, in hip hop as well that year. So yeah, yeah, let's let's get into it. So I did not include any mixtapes or compilations. So I'm strictly going with studio projects from, from groups and solo artists. And yeah, yeah. So, if there's an album on the list that you're not that familiar with, I could try to go through the track listings just as a reference point for you too, as well. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure most of these albums you've heard. Like, we were all at a pretty self-aware age in '98, and <laughs> we was we was we was bumping a lot of this. It was like, man, dude, and I swear it, it felt like in '98, it was like classics were just dropping in our laps. Yeah. Like every week, like if 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 not a classic, then a, a dang good hip hop album, it, even if it wasn't a classic classic. But yeah, you know that's, yeah. that's and, and at that time, I think we were so we were such a sponge for hip hop because of what it, the way it was flourishing. 
it just seemed like nothing was trash, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, give it, feed me more, man. I was like the plan off a of little shop of horrors, man. <laughs> <laughs> feed me, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I got a trusty Drake CD handy in case we need to break a tie. So we'll we'll get through this. We'll get through this. But, but shame on y'all for who didn't show up. Y'all know who y'all are. Hopefully y'all can get in on the next bracket, which will be soon, which will be soon. But um, before I start, Jason's had a message he wanted me to share to the listeners. He said, if you don't know who Tash is, then you can't say crap to him about J. Cole or anybody else. I have a feeling I know who that is aimed at. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Get it, Jason? If 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 whoever he's talking to hears this. <laughs> He just wanted me to share that. <laughs> All right, man. So, first up, man, we got a one seed versus an eight seed. Right away, man, we got Outcast with Equimini going up against Scarface, my homies. Um, it's I I wish Scarface could last could have lasted longer, but it's Equimini. Yeah, it's Equimini for me. It's a I, I love me some Scarface, but yeah, it's yeah. A I don't even remember that album too much. Like I remember the diary. I don't remember it either. I remember the fix, but I don't remember my homies that much. Uh, I don't know if I've even officially listened to a Scarface album. I just listened to his music, and it's not like because I love Scarface. It's just a matter of when I was younger, just didn't having, not having access to his albums, and then just like, you know, just not listening to it as an album, you know, in album form. Oh, and this was a double album too. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, this was a double album. All right, but Equimini advances. No surprise there. Next up, we got Juvenile with four hundred degrees going up against Hieroglyphics Third Eye Vision. I don't even know what to say for this one. Uh, I didn't hear either one. You know what? I can't say I didn't hear the job, the, uh, the juvenile. I probably had. I just didn't. So four hundred degrees. Four hundred degrees had ha. It had uh, flossing season. Ghetto children. Welcome to the Nolia. Upt run for it with Lil Wayne. Rich niggas, back that A up. Yeah, Juvenile on fire, high remix. It was some, it was some stuff on there. Yeah, but yeah, I, I did hear that album, but it's like I didn't care to hear it. I, when I first heard Juvenile, man, I saw him on the box. Remember the box? Channel oh yeah, 13. yeah, yeah. He was on the box, and high was kept on being played. And like I liked it just because it was comical to me, man. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Spook's avatar. Yo, what's good, Spook? You came in just in time, bro. You we got we got juveniles 400 degrees going up against hieroglyphics, third eye vision. Oh yeah, we ending this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take it you 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 and you you hold it down for high row. Yes, sir. All right, I gotta I mean, hold it down for High Road too, man. I, Third I, I Eye Vision, too. Third Eye Vision is a is a dope is a dope album. I mean, it would anybody is gonna be more lyrical than than, than Juvie. Yeah, yeah, 
and it's just it's just a great it, it, it's a it's a great to me it was a great album it was what i liked about it it was that like they gave like every member their own like i correct me if i'm wrong i think it was every member their own like solo joint on that album yeah and every single one of them could rap it was like nobody in the crew was whack yeah third eye vision i mean besides being from out here um it definitely has a place in my heart it was one of the first underground albums i had heard and it was from a group of cats that you know i already knew of um and yeah i used to actually listen to that tape at night to sleep um i distinctly remember um (laughs) one night i was listening to it and it got to the dell track at the helm and uh i was just barely waking up and all i heard was life ain't about busting or rapping about busting caps and and then click and then i opened my eyes and my mom was right there had just stopped the tape like right before (laughs) the worst part of the song wow (laughs) you didn't have the headphones on nah mm -mm, i just had it turned low oh wow wow that's hilarious Yeah, dodge about like <laughs> dodge the bullet with that one. Oh man! All right, so third eye vision vision advances uh, past juveniles, four hundred degrees. Next up, we got Gangstar with Moment of Truth going up against Killer Priest, Heavy Mental. Man, just going off a of personal preference, I gotta go with Gangstar. I gotta go with the Killer Priest. I bumped that way more than I bumped Moment of Truth. I think I actually listened to the song Moment of Truth more than anything. I don't I'm kind of struggling to remember the rest of the stuff on that album, but Moment of Truth was like a constant rotation. I mean, I know the singles on it too, but Moment of Truth Moment was like truth a like constant that. rotation. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'll go Moment of Truth as well. All right, Moment of Truth advances. Moment of Truth had, uh, you know, my Steve's, Robin Hood Theory, Royalty, Above the Clouds. I forgot about that one with Inspector oh, Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, JFK to LAX, The Militia. It's it's got some it's got some joints on there. Make them pay the mall betrayal. Yeah, it's some it's some cuts on Moment of Truth. Most definitely, I personally know I bumped the heavy mental way more. Um, back in '98, I was on my Wu Tang kick, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heavy Mental is to me is it was and still is a phenomenal album, absolutely. All right, but it goes down the Gangstar. Next up, we got a two seed and a seven seed. We got DMX with "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" going up against the Locks, "Money, Power, and Respect." We got the Rough Rider Civil War in this matchup. Man. Ooh, I'm gonna let y'all start with that. <laughs> hey, um, man. So I didn't, I didn't learn to appreciate DMX until later on because he was a little bit too loud for me, in my opinion. But that had nothing to do with the fact that he was dope. But I, I think that the locks was more my style then. But yeah, the DMX album for sure. Uh, DMX album for sure, especially especially as revisionist history, you know. Yeah, I gotta go DMX. But I was all about the locks back then, man. I love 
I love that. That to me, it was like a new style they had developed. That uh, Styles P and uh, Jada had the way they their cadence or their delivery of lyrics in a certain way. That was that was new to me. That was a new sound, and I was here for it. Um, Chic, Luch always seemed like the 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 one at the like the the weakest one. I come to appreciate him more too as I got older. That stuff yeah. made more sense. Yes, but um, revisionist history, DMX album. I remember more from that album than I remember from the Locks album. So yeah, I'm gonna go X. I'm gonna go X. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go X as well. All right. X advances. Next up, we got Big Pun with Capital Punishment going up against MOP, First Family for Life. Oh, Big big Pun. Yeah, I love MOP, but that Dream Shatterer. Dream Shatterer, Super Lyrical, um, Tres Leches. The original um, I'm Not a Player. Yep, the original. Um, and yeah, yeah, there's some stuff on there. Deep Cover 98. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of firepower on Capital yeah, Punishment. All right, next up, we got an exhibit with 40 Days and 40 Nights going up against the Beastie Boys. Hello, Nasty. I got X. I got X to the Z. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'll go weird. I got the Beasties. <laughs> all right so that's two one exhibit uh taking out the beasties and it's like it's not that i i didn't i i disliked hello nasty it's just it ain't it ain't no 40 days 40 nights that's for sure like i listened to that recently i'm like man this this is an album that goes hard pause like x x was in his bag man he was in his bag all I right people feel the same if i ever heard it <laughs> Wait, you've never heard it? No. <laughs> Exhibits 40 Days and 40 Nights? No. And, I, and is that the one that Paparazzi comes off of? No, that was The Speed of Life. Oh, okay. So that was the one after. I heard the at The Speed of Life. I never heard 40 Days and 40 Nights. Oh, man. That's his best album. Yeah, I'm I'm not that West Coast, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, like that's your that them's, them's your people. That's man, your man. He, man, he is from New Mexico. <laughs> 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 he he's closer to Vince than he is to me. <laughs> you talking about exhibit? Yeah, he he over there in New Me- he from New Mexico, man. <laughs> oh wow. I did not know that. Yeah, all, pretty much the majority of the alcoholics are from there. New Mexico? Yeah. Or somewhere around New Mexico or or Phoenix, maybe something like that. But yeah, they're not from LA. That's wow. Yeah. No, nah, you had you had three card. Molly, you had what you see is what you get. Oh, what you see is what you get. <laughs> you had you had some joints on there. Let it rain. Yeah, yeah, it was some fire on there. All right, I guess I'm gonna have to play the the Shack role after I listen. I'm gonna be like, Mister Exhibit, I was not familiar with your game. <laughs> right? No, yeah, check it out, check it out. All right, next one we got Pete Rock with Soul Survivor going up against Master P, the Last Don. Hey, come on! <laughs> come on! 
I, I feel bad for even doing this to, to pee, man. It's soul survivor okay. all day for me, man. Of course. I'm gonna have to go with the last soul survivor. Right. <laughs> Try, I'm gonna have to do trying to keep the spirit of Jamil in here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right. So Soul Survivor advances. Next up, we got Lauren Hill with the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Going up against Cameron, Confessions of Fire. Come on. What a bracket. <laughs> Come on. This is this is this is one of those I, I swear I swear to you, and maybe I'm wrong. My guy Brian, he will make the argument for the camera. I, I mean, well, it. he will, he can make an argument for anything if he can, if, he, if he does that. He will I make an argument it. for it. It was we, early Cam before he started jibber jabbering like we love him for now. <laughs> yeah, this is unanimous miseducation. Yeah, Lauren, uh, Lauren, pay them artists. All right. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got most deaf and celeb quality. Our black star going up against AC alone. A book of human language. Oh man, I'm gonna be the odd man out. I'm gonna take the AC. All right, I'm going Black Star. Black Star, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, definitely. The AC alone is dope. It is dope. But I have a. I'm not gonna say I have a problem with all the AC alone hype. But like, I really you have feel a problem like, with all the AC alone hype. I do because he's not even the dopest one out of Freestyle Fellowship. Ah, oh, that book of human language, though. I listened to that pretty recently. Was it better than Mike and Nine's uh, American Nightmare? Uh, I wouldn't know. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> oh man, you call yourself a West Coast head? <laughs> hey, that's Los Angeles. <laughs> oh man, it's all one state. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I put y'all in LA all in the same bag. <laughs> they they don't shoot. <laughs> it's Bay Area over here, man. <laughs> it's all about Mac Dre over there, huh? <laughs> hey, stupid doo doo dumb all day. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. So Black Star advances. Next up, we got Red Man with Doc's the name going up against Sons of Man. The last shall be first. I won't lie, I freaking love Doc's the name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Doc's the name. Yeah, I'm going Doc's the name. I, 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 I am fond of that Sons of Man album, but Red Man is one of my favorite MCs, so I gotta go Doc's the name. There you have it. All right. Next up, we got DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, going up against RZA, Bobby Digital. Is X gonna end up battling himself? I highly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. I highly doubt it. Almost as wild as releasing two number one albums in the same year. Same year. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to go Bobby Digital, bro. I think I will, too. I guess I'll be the one that shows X. Since, he, <laughs> since he's already out of there. <laughs> but he got a second chance. He's going to be all right. Yeah, he's still he's still in here. He still got one in here. 
All right, next up, we got Buster Rhymes, ELE, Extinction Level Event, going up against Goody Mob, still standing. ELE. That's the second Goody Mob? Correct. All right, ELE. Yeah, I'm going ELE. That's unanimous. That's going to that's gonna be a hard one to beat. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on up in here. <laughs> he said, "Oh my God!" <laughs> he said, "He spook said it's gonna be a hard one to beat. hard one, hard one to beat." <laughs> hey, at least I caught myself. <laughs> oh man you did you did you caught yourself just in time because i was about to be like yo time out time out y'all. <laughs> i know that was crazy wild, right? up in here that was, was wild right <laughs> it was getting crazy <laughs> all right next up we got we got jay-z hard knock life volume two going up against cannabis can i bust this is a. I don't think I have to tell y'all this. This is a one and eight seed. I mean, as much as the the special love I have for cannabis, it's 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 hard not like volume two. I'm gonna be a protest vote. I'm gonna go cannabis. Nah, I, I hate go it. I hate it. Volume two. And with that said, I gotta go with Jigger. All right, the people have spoken. Heart Knock Life Volume 2 advances. All right. Next up, we got Method Man, T-Cow 2000, going up against Black Eyed Peas behind the front. Hey, T-Cow 2000 wasn't that bad. This gets a lot of hate because I know it has some sorry joints, but it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. That said, black eyed peas behind the front. <laughs> Somebody got to be Jamil. Hey, man, I'm right there <laughs> with you, bro. I think it's a way more consistent project. And man, like to compare where they're at now to where they were with that one, like it, it honestly, in my so, opinion, like joints and jam, joints and jam. is just one of the best joints ever, period, in hip hop. Yeah, you got Vince. I'm going Black Eyed Peas. Wow, that's a sweep. That is a sweep. All right. Next up, we got Brand Nubian Foundation going up against Capadonna the Pillage. Mm. Give me that Brand Nubian, man. You said what again? Brand Nubian Foundation going up against Capadonna the Pillage. Yeah, Brand Nubian. Yep, I'm gonna go brand new beans too. Yeah, that's a sweet. The pillage was cool. The pillage definitely has some joints on it. I, I I remember the the second half of it being like way more mid than the first half. But it's the, it's it's still a dope album. It's still worth checking out. I hate when that happens because it's like you know who's who's sequencing the album that way. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, very haphazard, but like, it's, it's a few joints on there. It's a few joints on there. The, the pillage ain't bad. It's just, 
it wasn't no foundation. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. All right. Our last matchup of the first round, we got a tribe called Quest to Love Movement going up against Helter Skelter, Magnum Force. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> the Love Movement. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. I got to go Love Movement. Yeah, yeah Magnum, like, Magnum Force was not there, but it was nothing compared to Nocturnal. So, yeah, I'll say Love Movement. I, but you know what? I, I like Magnum Force. I think it was a very decent follow-up to Nocturnal. Nocturnal just, man, it's like a it's like a cold glass of Kool-Aid on a hot day, man. It's like <laughs> it just hits on every level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with with Magnum Force, they were trying out some new things, but I felt for the most part it was a de- it was a decent follow-up. Yeah, you know it just had the problem of following up Nocturnal. That's the whole main issue it had. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. You know, yeah, Nocturnal was just so consistent, you know what I'm saying? Beginning to end, but yeah. Alright, so Tribe Called Quest Advances. That brings us to our Sweet 16. Alright, which I have a feeling is actually going to go just as... We haven't had any real stump, you know, stumpers here, like um, we haven't had any real, you know what I'm saying, just painful matchups so far. But we shall see how the second round goes. All right, we got Outcast, Equimini going up against Hyro, Third Eye Vision. Man, <laughs> uh, at least the Bay made it to the second round, right? Right, right. I'm still going Third Eye Vision. I'm going down with the ship. All right, I respect it, but I gotta put in my vote for Equimini. Equimini. All right, there you have it. Equimini advances. All right, next up we got Gangstar. Moment of Truth going up against DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. X. X. It's dark. Gangstar. Give me Gangstar. Y'all going with X? Yeah, it's it's dark off off the intro track alone. Uh, that was better than Moment of Truth, though. It just was too. It's too big. Pause. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, <laughs> you're a rare form, boy. I know. I know. Hey, hey, it's getting crazy. Hey, here, who man. who would have thought I would have brought San Francisco here with me, right? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Pause. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to uh, Mason Cam, man. <laughs> yeah, they brought Pause back because yeah. niggas was honestly not saying it for a long time, and then they just brought it back, and it's just like it's they, they brought it back better than ever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, man. It's the it's the new. That's what she said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. They, and and they brought us who were still using it out of that cave. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because the because the <laughs> the sensor police had us all in hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see that clip? <laughs> y'all see that clip where Cameron caught up his friend on the spot? He had a friend, I guess, from Harlem. Who was who was pitching these conspiracy theories and he said that we all get our Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi comes from like the secret the government secret agencies doing business with the aliens. Cause like 
aliens give us Wi-Fi in exchange for gold, and he he called his man's up and had him spit this conspiracy theory to Mace. <laughs> I he heard did, that. did y'all see that? Yeah, hilarious. Man. And Mace was like, "Only a nigga from Harlem." <laughs> <laughs> well, now we do. <laughs> But dude was like, what's so funny? Yeah, <laughs> and they like, bust up laughing. <laughs> what's that, what y'all laughing? What's so funny? Hey, that's how it is with them, man. He's dead like, serious, man. They dead serious with it. You, <laughs> If you got one at your family reunion, like I used to have one, who? <laughs> Trading gold for Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why? He asked them, why would, the, why would they need gold? <laughs> What, what did he say? Him, I don't even know if he even asked him. It's like, why would they need gold? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Next up, we got Big Pun, Capital Punishment, going up against Exhibit 40 Days and 40 Nights. I'm going to say Capital Punishment. I'm going to go Capital Punishment, too. I'm gonna stick with the West this time. I go with the X, even though I haven't heard it. <laughs> it's a dope album, bro. It really is. It's it's no capital punishment, but that was one of them albums that made me say, okay, I gotta pay attention to these these West Coast cats. It's like, cause like I had heard Exhibit on Sway and Tech, and it was like, all right, he could rap, he could do his little freestyles or whatever, but can't he give us a quality album? And then he gave us this, and I was like, I was sold. I was so. Did y'all? Did y'all? Did y'all ever listen to Swain Tech out west? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. His um, his his wake up show tapes and CDs. Man, I used to be addicted to those. Like, although I that... was, <laughs> I will say, um, Merce gave an explanation of this on his podcast, and it's something I've been wondering about for many, many years. Because on the old um living legends uhb tape there's a um, a little intro on it of the mystic journeyman being on uh the wake up show and they shouted out somebody that sway was like not happy about them shouting out and he was telling them like oh you can't shout that man out on here oh they kind of got into it on the air and i always was wondering about that and merce finally explained what happened and it was like like um ju- just basically how it sounded like they ended up button heads like right on the <laughs> right on the show and there was a lot of contention between like the living legends and and 106.1 the station that was running the wake up show back then um but apparently it's all squashed now and everybody's all cool but i was i was super happy to get that explanation because i had been wondering for years what that was about oh okay okay some 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 west coast stuff you remember who it was they shouted out i think they shouted out dave paul and billy jam um they're kind of like um dave paul's a dj out here um and Billy Jam is kind of like a hip hop historian um, out here as well. I don't know why uh, Sway was beefing with them, but DJ Spinner actually also had beef with Dave Paul back in the day because uh, Spinner is known for the Prince versus MJ um, parties that he does. And I guess Dave Paul was doing the same thing out here for a while. And 
they learned about each other and Spina started like really hating on him about that. And yeah, Dave Paul's got some controversy, but he also has done some some dope stuff because he was responsible for the the return of the DJ compilations back in the day. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well that brings us to Pete Rock, Soul Survivor going up against Lauren Hill, Miss Education. Ooh. Hey man, come at me. I'm going Soul Survivor on this one. Come at me too. Pause. I'm going Soul Survivor as well. <laughs> well pa- pause on y'all both, but I'm going Miseducation. Oh wow! Soul Survivor takes out Lauren Hill. Man, I like it. I like it. Man, Soul Survivor had joints. Man, um. <clears throat> You had the game. Um, you had uh, you had the two. You had Soul Brother number one. You had Verbal Murder with Common and uh, and uh, Big Pun. What else? You had Mind Blowing with Vinnie Mojica. You had uh, oh man, what's the track he did with uh, oh man with Method Man? Half Man, Half Amazing. You had True Master with Dak and Corrupt. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, True Master. Um, Strange Fruit with uh Capadonna and Sticky Fingers. Like, it's some joints on there, man. It like as as a as a it excels more as a hip hop album than Lauren's album. Like, does Lauren have the better all around album? Sure, you could definitely make that argument, but speaking of the in the hip hop and just strictly hip hop terms. Yeah, I gotta go with the Soul Survivor. All right. I guess what you're saying makes sense. Yeah, that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? I know people are probably listening to this and, and shouting at their devices or whatever. Like, yeah, how could you pick P Rock over Lauren Hill? But I mean, just how you went you, you went the strictly hip hop route though, so that that changes the um, the thought of the bracket. You know, like. Well, it was. Miss Education is kind of 50 50. Not even 50 50. It's like, it's like, it's like 60 40. You know? It's like, yeah, I was going to say it's like 70 30. You know what I mean? But uh, still a good album. Still a phenomenal album. All right. Let's cross over to our other half. We got Black Star, the Black Star album going up against Red Man, Docs the Name. Man. Docs the Name. It's incredible, man. Uh, I remember that joint he had with Ronnie Size on it. That was like one of the first times I heard hip hop blend in with drum and bass. That was a really dope part. Um, Black Star is Black Star, though. Um, no matter how hard Talib Kweli tries to harass the uh, black women away from it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so many skews. I'm gonna go Black Star. <laughs> I too gotta go Black Star. Yeah, I'm I love I love Red too. Man, but I gotta go Black Star. Yeah, I, I, I go Black Black Star too. Um, but bring most death back, man. <laughs> take take the whole Yasin Bay away. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love this mall. <laughs> hey, I got them. I got 
I got how to fix Black Star coming up in a, in a future episode. So stay stay tuned for that. All right. Next up, we got RZA, Bobby Digital, going up against Bustin' Rhymes, ELE. Oof, man. ELE. ELE, yeah. ELE. <clears throat> yeah, for me as well. All right. Next up, we got Hard Knock Life, Volume 2 by Jay-Z, going up against Black IPs behind the front. Give me the Black IPs. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, this Nick, we need you as a tiebreaker. When it's down to the last shot in the fourth quarter, who do you want? I want Black Eyed Peas. Wow, wow, that's this is highway robbery. (laughs) Black Eyed Peas takes out Jay Z's Hard Knock Life Volume Two. Hey, to any 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 listeners out there who want a text group. If y'all are unhappy with these results, y'all had a chance. Y'all had hey, well, a chance. <laughs> hey, for real, Black Eyed Peas just beat. <laughs> just beat Volume <Bobby>. two. <laughs> AZ. Wow, I did not see that coming. Oh man, you I got didn't... the weird West Coast dude on the show. That's why this happened. Come at me, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, pause. Yeah, pause. Sign out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, we got Brand Nubian Foundation going up against a tribe called Quest the Love Movement. These actually came out on the same day. That's crazy. That is crazy. Man. Love Movement. I got to go Love Movement. Yeah, it's it's like it's a battle of two groups who this ain't their best album. <laughs> like, you know, and it's just like, who do you choose? But for me, uh, I, I think there's more parts of the love movement that I enjoyed than Foundation. So I'm going to go with the love movement as well. Unpopular opinion. The love movement is not a bad album. It's not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Anyone can. I, I've yet to find anyone who can name me three wax songs off the of love movie. It has great songs. I just don't know if they fully work together as an album based off of what we've heard from them before. Um, but dang, it's got some great joints in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We are down to our Elite Eight. We got Outcast Equimini going up against DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. Man, what happens when you, when, what do they say, an immovable force or unstoppable? I, I don't know. That, that's what's happening Ir- right irresistible now. Irresistible force? Yeah, exactly. That's what's happening right now. M- meaning, meaning Outcast in a sweep, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is Outcast the irresistible force? They're a they're a they're an immovable object. That's what it is. <laughs> Unstoppable force versus immovable object. And X has definitely been a immovable force, but yeah, I'ma say he got moved here. So I'll I'll go Clemenize well. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a Quemini. Even even though I'm going to be blasphemous and say AT Aliens is my favorite from them, this is a Quemini. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you said AT Aliens is your favorite Outcast album. Yeah, I said that last time. <laughs> you did. I do remember you saying that. Like, yeah, that's, it, I mean, it, it just has a lot of sentimental value. It was like my first Outcast record, and I just it's it's just like the high row. It's a tape that I would listen to at night, go to sleep to thirteenth floor, growing old. It, it just too too many too much sentimental value even though i acknowledge that Equimini is the better album but no me, i got you Aliens is my favorite it, it's like that with me and beats rhymes in life it was like my first hip-hop album i ever bought with my own money i listened to it from beginning to end because i had nothing else to listen to <laughs> and you know yeah yeah you just you you got that yeah, that sentiment attached to it and everything, and yeah, that needs to be a discussion as well. How how um, the the limitations in tech that we had, how that drove more thorough appreciation for the music. Absolutely, and and economy too, because it, it was like, man, you pay fifteen bucks for a CD, you gonna listen to the whole CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know? yeah. How about? <laughs> The, the, the even and even ex, more expounded conversation now it was a whole experience buying it, like the experience of getting an album mm-hmm. and listening to it looking at the cover art going through the lyrics of the songs so remember used to have the lyrics in the in the pamphlet in yep. the booklet mm-hmm. like yeah you, you don't have that you don't have that haptic feedback yeah. Like with music that you used to have. Yeah, that is definitely a conversation. Yeah. To me, like I I used to be an action figure collector back in the day. And um to me the closest thing to that is buying a CD, like, you know, opening it up, checking the liner notes, you get to see who did what. And when they started getting to that point with CDs where you could you know throw it in your computer and then you'd have access to the bonus videos and all that that was like <laughs> that was like buying the x-men cyclops figure and you press the button on his back and his eyes light up like that was <laughs> <laughs> that yeah was it, was next, it yeah. was next level it was next level yeah even from opening up the rapper man getting the plastic mm-hmm. off it was something it was something so satisfying about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you pull that CD jacket out, man, and you're looking at the song titles. And if you was like me, you was looking at the production credits. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't so much into like the reading the lyrics because I wanted to just listen to the song and listen to the lyrics and learn, learn, learn the lyrics organically by just listening to the music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it was an experience, bro. It was, a, it was actually, an ex- that's, that's, that's kind of low key why I'm into vinyl now, because it's like, you kind of rediscovering a lot of stuff that you used to bump. And then some of the new stuff that's coming out, it's just the vinyl experience to me is just a lot different. And I'm not a lot like that because those vinyls be having inserts that are just, uh, yeah, you know, very involved. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, with it. it. Yeah, it's, the, it's the closest thing to CDs. It's at a much higher expense, but you know, the fact that there's something you could turn to and you can still get that experience is appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, next up. This is this is this one is actually the first hard one for me. Pause. Big pun, capital punishment going up against Pete Rock, Soul Survivor. This is this Man. is this is tough because both of these albums to me are impressive, but they <clears throat> they both have have both of them have some skippables. Like not many. Like I would say there's no more than three or four skippables on either album. Hmm. That is tough. This is tough for me. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a, it's a... So I'm so going pun. I'm going pun. Capital punishment. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the one I bumped the most. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Soul Survivor. Man out. All right, let's see. You got Hun, who was a monster with his debut, but then you got a monster of a not quite a debut from Pete Rock. But this was like his first, like his first solo, yeah, effort. first solo effort, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, is "Take Your Time" on this Pete Rock album? It it, it is. I'm going Pete Rock. That's like one of my favorite songs ever. All right. All right. Wow. Pete Rock makes it to the final four, bro. I did not expect that. I did not expect that. It's only right. All right. All right. Next up, we got this is another tough one. We got most F on Celeb Quali, our Black Star going up against Buster Rhymes ELE. Ooh. Oh man. Man. Oh. The first challenge man. for ELE. ELE has been running everybody over it's came up against. Up I'm still on ELE. This is yeah, this is the first wall that ELE has ran into. I mean, and it's a and it's a, a hard one pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, Black Star are not going down without a fight. Um, I'm firm with the ELE. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he said, I'm firm with the ELE. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 you know, Buster Rhymes has been saying there's only five years left for like 35 years now. Yeah. So, I'm not going to hold that against him, though. I'm going to go ELE. Wow. Wow. ELE takes out Black Star. I was going to go Black Star, but ELE advances. Reason I was going to go Black Star was because there's no skips on it. Whereas with ELE, that song with Mystical, I skip it every time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was going to say there's uh, no skips, but then you reminded me of that. <laughs> and I honestly skipped the Janet song, too. What's it going to be? I could see it because it was a big single. It was all over the place when it came out. So I could see it. Uh, Black Star does have a skip, a skip on it. Oh. Player haters, hater players. Oh, you bugging! 
you, know, you are a bugging. Lot of, a lot of people feel that way. I found. I thought you were gonna say B boys will be will be boys. I thought you were gonna go with nah, that. No, nah. no, because that right there is like that. That song is made for that reason. It's made like that for that reason. Like it's it's a um it's a no mind, man. But uh, yeah, hater players. I don't care for the beat. Nah, the message is cool. I just don't care for the beat. Oh, that yeah. beat was... <laughs> that beat is It is, is kind of... It's drab. Way. It's very drab. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, it has some funny, like, key sounds that uh, quite a yeah. few albums had back then. <laughs> and then... Uh, um, and, it, and it still didn't sound as bad as that song with Mystical. Yeah. That's true. Right. But it's skippable. <laughs> and then, you know, you want to know who, um like... Talib Kweli's cadence falls apart on that song to me. He's his voice is too high. It's a little bit too high for me. Like is he trying to get? He's trying to. The song is drab. The beat is drab, and it seems like he's trying to get some excitement out of it by doing a little bit too much with his voice height. You know, like peaking it, pitching it up too much, and it's like. Uh, and that, I hate that Coach Carter. Uh, I hate that part of. I hate that. Hey, Clarence Carter. Yeah, skip that. <laughs> Visions occupy my weird. synaptic space, command and shape to illustrate my mind's landscape. Tall grass, the low plains, the mountainous ridges, thickets amongst the forest, rivers beneath the bridges, presence of hilltops, little but treetops, eavesdrop, a hit of incline of sunshine, nine stones in orbit, refuse to forfeit. They all form a cipher and they camp to absorb it. Like that yeah, is not a skip. That is you, you, not you, a skip. I'd rather you. I'd rather you recite the lyrics and had a beat with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a skip. Um, nah, the all right, but cold. the people, the people now have recite, spoken. Now recite, t- recite Talib Kweli's verse the way he recited it. <laughs> he said he said it's a small wonder like Vicky while I'm picky. These niggas suck like hickeys and still get to slip their itch in like Mickey's. I'm sick of the pay to players, bring on the regulators with the flavors like a farm team effing with the majors. But um, you're not using his cadence though. You gotta say it the way he I'm said I'm not it. I, and I can't. I could I couldn't if I tried. Exactly. That's that's the whole point. <laughs> I'm a conscious rapper. Of course I rap well, well, on the one in the three. What was he doing? <laughs> I'm a conscious rapper. Of course I harass black women online. <laughs> I'm a conscious rapper. Of course I'm asking where's the hoes at after the show. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, but ELE advances, man. But events, your boy Buster Rhymes made it made it through to the final four. Hey, hey. From from the strength of me. Man, okay. I like it. I like it. Next up, we got Black Eyed Peas behind the front going up against a Tribe Called Quest, the love movement. Hmm. Give me the love movement. And, and it's funny because behind the front is no doubt their best album. Yeah. And it's still not messing with Tribe. Yeah. And their album's called Behind the Front. In this case, the front is Tribe. <laughs> Good one. All right. <clears throat> You got you. Did you have tribe two events? Oh, of course. All right. Love movement advances to the final four. I did not 
expect this. If Oops. I would have seen the love movement as mentioned in this group, I wouldn't have expected it either. <laughs> Man, like, like, yeah, the final four? Hard Knock Life did not make the final four, but the love movement did. That's crazy. And you can blame the weird West Coast dude. <laughs> Lauren Hill did not make the final four. Tell Cersei it was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Aquemini by Outcast going up against Pete Rock, Soul Survivor. <clears throat> this is where somebody needs to cue the Mortal Kombat music. <laughs> hey, I, I go Aquemini. Yeah. Yeah, as much as I love Soul Survivor, I gotta go with Quimini too. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't argue with that. It's it's a Quimini, uh Yeah, when a Quimini and ELE run into each other, <laughs> pause. Um, <laughs> well, let me not say that because I'm gonna be jinx and stuff. Let's just let's just. Keep All right, going. let's get to it then. We got ELE by Buster Rhymes going up against the Love Movement by Tribe. Oh, e- ELE tongue versus Native Tongue. ELE. I know this is a Native Tongue uh, Civil War. Man, I might have to go to Love Movement, y'all. Uh, nah, you just don't want Buster to get there. I knew this. <laughs> <laughs> knew this ELE ELE easy so it's down to the weird west coast dude you know ELE Um, ELE hold on hold on let me let me let me make my case here let me make my case (laughs) before you say anything Nick (laughs) so ELE I just want to remind y'all I love the album it's got great sentimental value for me but it has tracks on it like this. Oh no, not that. Yeah, like this. Y'all remember that? I couldn't hear nothing. I can't hear it. Oh, you can it, hear it? It's because ELE is, is blocking the speakers right now. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear it. Yeah. The RIAA is like, you ain't playing no music on this pod. <laughs> Right. I wonder what's going on. This means war with Ozzy Osbourne. That's what I was oh, trying to play. Oh, I forgot about that one. I think I used to like that one as a kid. <laughs> but I was a lot weirder back then. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was back during your scaring the holes face. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was probably the genesis of it. <laughs> Well, hmm. Uh, you, that's a pretty that's a pretty hard argument right there. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Love movement. <laughs> hmm. Nah. Ely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ely, yeah, man. This I mean the 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 um the shiny song out of the love movement is. The Jay Diller produced Find a Way. You didn't like Buster's Lament. You didn't like. Oh, uh, I'm not hot, saying I didn't like it. Hot for I you. didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying. That's the that's the that's the hot song. That's the hottest song out of that album was Find a Way. Um, uh, 
love no Buster has a pen on it. Man. All right, Nick. Nick, well. you the tiebreaker. Oh man. Hold on. <laughs> hmm. This is a very, very difficult one. And I'm not I'm really not trying to just be weird West Coast dude and just <laughs> blow everything up. Um hmm. I gotta uh. <laughs> man, ev- hey everybody rise what a way to start a start an album man oh man head <laughs> mm. a roof off man head a roof off give me some more party is going on over here man come on man you can't tell me that that beat changed some things, man. That beat was so crazy. But but you had you had you had find a way. You had like it like that. You had four moms. You had give me pad and pen. Buster's Lament, hot for you against the world. The love. Where, where are the three other people at that are supposed to take this off my shoulders? <laughs> Oh man. Um hmm. Money Maker. I realize now I love both of these albums. Yeah, I hear that, man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. I love both of these albums, but I gotta the thing that's gonna really make my decision is what did these albums do for the artist? And in my opinion, oh, ELE, ELE did way more for Busta than Love Movement did for Tribe. So that's why I'm gonna go with ELE. ELE advances to the finals. Wow, that's the one thing I had to rely on to make that decision was what did the album do for the artist, and that was the only thing that (laughs) that changed it up for me to be able to make that decision. Ele, you couldn't you couldn't say Buster wasn't on top. Pause after Ele. Buster was up there after Ele in. Tribe wasn't after love movement, so that drove my decision. Okay, understood, understood. ELE advances to the finals. So in the final round, we have Aquimini by Outcast going up against ELE by Buster Rhymes. This is for all the marbles. Y'all already know what I'm picking. I gotta go Aquimini. I gotta go. I knew you was gonna do that too, but (laughs) I've listened to ELE probably five times more than I've listened to Quimina. Like I I, I can say that that's facts. And do you let it play all the way through? Um I skip about the same amount that I skip on the Quimina. 
I don't really skip anything off of Quim and I. I know, I know a lot of people think that Mama Cita song is bad, but like Andre really saved it at the end. And then like with this highly misogynistic verse. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He was still growing. He was still growing. <laughs> <laughs> that Andre would have never been seen nowhere around no flutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, the bus the back end of that Buster Rhymes to me is some it's some unforgivable cuts on there. Whereas I can't say the same thing about the outcast. And low key, lyrically. I think both Andre and Big Boy were were lyrically better than Busta at this at this stage in their careers. Nah, I I'll give you Andre, but I won't say Big Boy. And maybe not, maybe not Big Boy, but Andre most definitely. And, and um, I think I, I think I think Aquemini as a whole album just works better. It just the way the songs flow. It, it, along with each other and, and you know mesh with each other I think it's it just works as a better album to me whereas the the back end of that Buster Rhymes was rough yeah um this Andre at this time I wouldn't give him a high marker past Buster's lyrics but yeah we talking about Andre 3000 Buster held his own he, he had that style and he had that that high energy raspiness about him that you love like that's what his he was all about that like he performance it and he and still nobody can outperform buster like nobody can outperform buster around yeah and a live show yeah he yeah all right i i, I think no, i think we I think we're still waiting on a on a tiebreaker from from uh, Nick from Nick though. Yeah, he was hoping we just talked and forgot about it. Yeah, I, w- I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> we got to crown somebody. <laughs> so this is how this is how I'm gonna put it. Um, <laughs> the whole time while y'all were talking, I was just doing some quick revisits of Extinction Level Event. As much as I love Extinction Level Event it is notorious for some of that swiss beats production that was really all throughout that time period that really doesn't age all that well um songs that i probably would have loved back then it was like uh you know listening to them now i'm kind of like uh I, i don't i don't really know about this production <laughs> Um, as much as Busta saves it, um, I'm not about to attempt a Jamil right here, so I'm just <laughs> gonna say a Quimini. <laughs> All right, understood. Well, <laughs> understood. All right. Well, it's not it's not highway robbery, so I will say that. Correct, correct. Both both these albums are like worthy finalists like it's 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 crazy i thought it was going to come down to equipment and black star but ele got up in there and made some noise man you know the yeah. final four was outcast pete rock Buster rhymes and try that i did not see that coming i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be outcast dmx 
uh, Black Star and Jay Z. That's what I thought the final four was going to be. Yeah, ELE was the Lions. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. And it really is a great album. Like, like, don't, don't, like, listeners, don't get it twisted. It, it really is an incredible album. Um, honestly, you can't go wrong with either one of these joints. Like, y'all saw how long it took for me to <laughs> come up to this decision. So. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong with either of these joints. It, it could have went the other way, and I don't think neither of us would have been like, "Oh, they got robbed." Like, no, it, it, you just had probably the two best albums in this list came up against each other. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So speaking of two albums going against each other, that brings us to our album face-off for the week, man. I decided to put. Alchemist Sandwich by The Alchemist against Real Late by Peter Rosenberg. The Alchemist Sandwich was released December 16th, 2022 on Alk Records. It clocks in at 10 songs and 30 minutes. was produced entirely by The Alchemist. And in the other corner with Real Late, this was Peter Rosenberg's debut album released June 4th, 2021. On Real Late Records, clocking in at 13 songs and 35 minutes, and was produced by Peter Rosenberg, Veil the Wonder, Alchemist, J.R. Swift, Buck Dudley, Zumo, Rem Rizza, Ray Matter, Disco Vietnam, Buck Wild, and Benji Socrates. So, a very diverse list of producers there. <clears throat> so, I'll give it up to you all between these two albums, between Alchemist Sandwich and Real Late. Which one were y'all feeling more and why? So speaking of real late, I got this invite real late, so I'm gonna let y'all talk about <laughs> Right, <this>. right. <laughs> right. I thought I, I I forgot I didn't send it to you, bro. Like I, I totally, totally missed that. But understood, understood. You get a pass, of course. All right, Vince, I'll swing it to you. Well, well maybe. Yeah, he'll be able throughout throughout description of it, he'll be able to come up with one but uh what was this I, I i guess i would call this the battle of the uh the battle of the jews that's that's trying to get us canceled no the battle the battle of the israelites then okay <laughs> actually yeah. alchemist, i think alchemist is italian i thought he was jewish yeah, but yeah, i could be wrong hey. A big, big hit thought Alchemist was a light-skinned brother. So, oh, I thought it, I thought he was. What? Well, uh, I'll take it back. <laughs> but I mean, I don't love the I, I tell you one thing, man. Rosenberg impressed me, man. It was impressive. So I had, I had heard some of uh, Alchemist Sandwich. I had heard some of it, but not all of it. So I'm glad I, li- I decided to listen to him the direction, to, you know, in the order I did. I, I, I revisited Alchemist Sandwich. And then I listened to Rosenberg. I'm glad I listened to it that way. Because it, it set clear who the winner was based off of that. Um, but to talk about that Alchemist, man, this is, this is prime Alk. Prime Alky man, like where he's been. This it seems like this is where he's settled on 
that new sound that he's developed that everybody's looking for and he got a lot of the people on it um just as an amalgamation or just like a a compilation of of all the people that he makes music for um it was missing a few people though but um and it also seems like they were picking out the same uh uh grab bag for the for uh features you know yeah yeah i noticed that too they had a lot of a lot in common yeah they had a lot in common um um but yeah that alchemist man that uh it was just like the signature that new signature sound he's making man um and all of the features were great on it all of the features were great period on both albums man like indeed yes indeed they came with the bars on there was not a there was not a, a, a trash verse on either feature like i can honestly say that man um they showed up they supported each other they supported whoever the, you know whatever album they was on um so that alchemist yeah it was consistent and it was just consistently good throughout there was nothing trash about it on, on, on any front in the rosenberg man that was impressive man so like i was so impressed by it like i had it in my mind i had it winning the first half of the, the album because you know it's a little <laughs> bit long it's, it's a little bit longer than uh than uh alchemist so, yes it's 13 tracks versus alchemist is 10 i want to say yeah so when you halfway Yo. through this yeah when you halfway through the second album it's almost like alchemist album is over so it was like man i, I might give it to rosenberg then the second half of the album hit and it was downhill from there um beat wise like i think around think around track nine it's it stopped being as impressive as it was from the first first six beats because i was like man this boy he owns something but then i guess around track eight track nine i'm like yeah something was happening you know what i'm saying like something something was taking a turn for like it wasn't horrible but it was taking a turn for the worst and overall the alchemist was a better album like i enjoyed both of them that alchemist man that that that's that'll be hard to beat um as far as like albums produced albums with features on it that that album is gonna be hard to beat like you have to you gonna have to bring it on every single beat and then everybody that's on the song that's a feature they have to bring it with the lyrics to even try to attempt to beat this uh alchemist sounds you know that kind of sounds like that most recent static selector album i was gonna tell y'all to check that one out and after i got through with the first half i was like nah it's all right because <laughs> <laughs> the first half was monstrous and i, I agree i, I agree like, man like they need to check this out and then i got to the second half and i'm like oh this yeah this is starting to get kind of boring <laughs> i agree i agree so vince you're giving it to the alchemist sandwich yeah 
All right, all right, man. I, I love both these these projects. You know, I love how they both, you know, they they both kind of got that compilation feel to it. That compilation, you know, uh, DNA to it, um, which you know is is rare these days with hip hop releases. There's not a ton of compilations being being dropped, um, and one of them is a you know a producer holding it down, and the other one has various producers. And when I went back and listened to the Peter Rosenberg, it was like it was songs that I thought I I hated that I actually liked. Once I went back and revisited, way better than I remember. Plus, it had a track with two of my favorite new MCs, like my absolute favorite new MCs, Flea Lord and Soul God Cooks, both on a track doing a thing, rapping about selling drugs to the community. I love it. I love it. Like. The two of them don't get together often. I think they might have maybe two songs together, and this is one of them, one of Peter Rosenberg, uh, the Marcus Smart joint. It was just, and it was just, it, it with both with both releases, it was just great to hear these MCs on these beats. It's like Alchemist has a very laid back, but sometimes aggressive sound, so it's perfect for cats like Rock Marciano, West Side Gun, Conway, you know, Benny, black dog you know what i'm saying but then you go over to the peter rosenberg and it's just like it's fire man like i i didn't feel i i, I feel what you're saying about the back end of the peter rosenberg because he starts using mcs that are a little bit more i don't want to say introspective but they're a little bit more left of center um like homeboy sandman and and rasheed chappelle and fly anakin but I still think these are quality songs. Only real skippable for me was Woo Generation. Man, this was great. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that. Yeah. But it for me, it came down to with 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 albums that are structured like a compilation. For me, it comes down to variety and versatility. And I have to give the slight edge to the Peter Rosenberg. I think he did a better job of gathering more talent and more diverse MCs. Whereas like the Alchemist, as much as I enjoyed it, like, you know, he he was in his bag comfortably. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like I, I honestly like which album to me honestly is better. I guess it depends on the mood I'm in. You know, if I'm if I'm turning down or whatever, like just chilling out, I might go with the Alchemist. But if I'm like trying to get across the city or something in a hurry in my car I'm going with the Peter Rosenberg you know like it's just a different energy on it like the next chamber joint with Method Man and Raekwon uh, Midnight yeah, Sunday that. yeah Midnight Sunday with Rasheed Chappelle um, Dear by Homeboy Sandman we got some real like introspective bars from him Stained by West Side Gun um, Mind Over Matter I forgot about that one uh, with Jay Nice, a lot of firepower, man, on the Peter Rosenberg. So I'm gonna give it the slight edge because I feel it's a more, it's a it's a more versatile album. It's it's a it's a lot of different sonically. There are a lot of different tones and and sounds and flavors on it. Whereas with the Alchemist, it's like, you know, it kind of it maintains the same energy, but that's also to its credit. You know, it maintains the same energy and it ends very strong with Clipping a Tray by um, Schoolboy Q. And I love the track with Conway with the B change. 
Mag Ten wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it goes hard. Pause. But I love both these albums, man. But I'm gonna get a <laughs> get a slight edge, slight edge to to real late to, to Peter Rosenberg. But yeah, man, I I, I really enjoy hearing this aggressive, bar heavy, sample heavy hip hop, man. Like this is this is this is the type of hip hop I want to be listening to at age forty. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to both of these albums, it's like. I feel that like also I, I like the fact that Peter Rosenberg used M- he used past, present, and future MCs. He used MCs who have already you know laid down the foundation. He used MCs that are popping right now with like Griselda and all of them. And he he used cats that you can argue are the gonna be the future of hip hop, like the Flea Lords, the the Jay Nices, the Fly Anakins. You know what I'm saying? He really use a diverse pool of talent MC wise so you know I'll, I'll give it to him I'll go ahead and give it to him. but um, let's go ahead and cap off this episode like we always do with another segment of what you're bumping where I invite y'all to share with the listeners what you've been bumping for the past week or so uh so spook man i give it up to you first man what you been bumping oh man so it's been mostly podcasts um catching up with that merce podcast thanks for putting me on to that podcast too that is a phenomenal podcast yeah it's 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 great um i love the fact that these artists are are using these types of platforms to just talk about their past works and and how they change from album to album it's real dope it gives you access in a way that you we didn't have access like that beyond the liner notes back in the day. And, True. You know, you didn't always, you weren't always getting a chance to to chop it up for an extended period of time with the artists after a show, you know, because they were busy looking for the hoes after. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and we was busy scaring them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why would they want to be around us, right? <laughs> <laughs> you roll up on him in an MF Doom mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I was bumping this project by this dude named Stoop Lee. He's out of Detroit. Um, the project is called the Blue Version Tape. Um, it's a really dope project. Um, I recommend track four, Hoopty Doo. Um, if you've been anywhere on social media and you're ads have been working like mine have been working you may have seen this pop up here and there um it's a really dope track um, stoop lee stoop lee yeah okay yeah it took me a minute because on on instagram his his ig is just called the stoop and so i was spent like you know a day looking for where's the stoop and then i found out that his name is stoop lee i'm like yeah Bro, that may not be the greatest uh, promotion for yourself. <laughs> um, just, um, I've been bumping the heck out of that Alchemist Nothing Is freestyle. I love that beat. 
Oh, I love that too. Yeah. I just keep revisiting it. I'm thinking of trying to use it for a for a blend or something. But yeah, I love that beat. Um, like I said, my um my Instagram ads have been going off as of late, and they've been recommending some stuff that has actually turned out to be dope. Like this project from this dude named I think it's pronounced Ox. Uh, train of thought he's a london mc um i think ian i think i shared this track with you um but yeah dude just goes off on the whole project and it, it was just really dope um i know a lot of mcs across the pond in that area rap in a way that people may not like but if you check this ox dude out i think you'll enjoy it um projects called train of thought is from 2016 um also been listening to who else have i been listening to i've been on my bay area stuff i've been checking out this new dude named a1 um He's kind of got that bay sound, but he's got some lyrics too, so he's pretty dope. Project's called Step by Step. Um, revisiting some old joints from the dude Irk the Jerk. Some people may know that name. Uh, if you're outside of the bay, you probably don't. It's all good. It's dope stuff. Um, I listened to that new Coast Contra project. Them boys are vicious, man. Like, they got a new one? Yeah. Um, well, it's called the old way mixtape it dropped like in the middle of december um the main track off of it is a track called ao um and that's all over social media as well um that joint's really dope the only critique i have of it is um i know it's supposed to be like a mixtape so a lot of the beats aren't original and they're doing a lot of freestyles on them some of the freestyles are a little too long though pause um like <laughs> after a while it's like it, it's hard to follow up a seven minute freestyle track with an eight minute freestyle track it's like okay these songs are you know you gotta cut these songs in half but it's also a mixtape so can't really hate on it that much um i was listening to that new benny um so far sounds pretty dope um it's just hit boy and alchemist on the production and i think that was a pretty good decision for him um to to use both of those dudes um and yeah that that's what i've been mostly checking out okay all right vance man what you been bumping i was listening i listened to some of that benny too it's uh it's cool. Um, gotta hit and finish the rest of it. I, I I hope they don't start oversaturating themselves though. Like <clears throat> they've been working hard for a long time. They can space some of these projects out, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's decent. Then uh and honestly, I haven't been listening to a lot of music. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, man. And writing a lot of music so I've been, yeah i've been, been writing a lot but i do go through my typical oh man i was listening to cameo though nice. oh nice yeah i was listening to i don't know what made me go to cameo but i was listening to them uh then i started listening to heatwave fun fact did you know they they from over overseas no yeah 
Heat Wave is they are not Americans. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. I know, I know Rod Temperton is from overseas, but I didn't know the rest of them were. It's crazy. Yeah, they they um like yeah, I can't I guess I can't vouch for every single one of them, but yeah, they they um not an American group. Which is interesting, man. They had them big old froze over there too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody had them back in the day. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I started listening to Janet Jackson too. I was listening to some Janet Jackson. I was in my '80s bag more, and I had, I had did some karaoke the last weekend, and that's what made me start doing that. Going to uh, listening to all those '80s artists. I did my uh my my day my my yearly R. Kelly trapped in the closet re- uh, review where I listened to the whole every uh, the all the thirty plus episodes of the um, song. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Year. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Time out. Pause. <laughs> you subject yourself to all thirty parts every year, man. At the end of the year, I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Then he opened the door. It's very, it's <laughs> very, um, You're right. <laughs> very interesting, man. Like, it's actually fun to do, man. Um, the dude, the dude who played his boy, Twan, Swole Dude, I met him in a Ultra Foods a few years back. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, real cool dude, though. Very down to earth, man. Very down to earth. He shook up with me. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm working on some new stuff, you know. I'm like, all right, nigga. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. I slipped back the covers. Oh, my God. A rubber, 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 hey, man. rubber, rubber. Hey, have y'all, but have y'all listened to all, how many episodes have y'all listened to? Because you know, like, he went in on it. I only made it through, like, the first 11, but, like... Like, oh, no, it goes further. That's wild to say. I only made it through the first eleven. <laughs> like it, it, it go. It keeps going. He had characters in it. Like real talk, the man. Did, he did a straight up Broadway thing. He did a whole Medea type thing. I don't think right, he right. Did, you, people crazy, forget. Bro. People forget how popular that series was. I'm gonna tell you something. When when he was dropping trapped in the trapped in the closet series, I worked at a bank full of black women. <laughs> and and every week, girl, did you see episode eight? Did you see up? They were they were locked in. They were like, and then after a while, it started to get goofy, and even they weren't, you know, taking it that serious. But they were still definitely watching. But like, man, they they man, they love that series, that trapped in the closet series. And I was just like, man, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't see it. <laughs> it it did start getting goofy, but it was still amazing and creative for him to be able to put that together like that you know he could have did like a a whole one man show and been like touring that for like forever but he just couldn't stop messing around with girls right you have your passport did you get your shots Sick of nah, man. I do it every year. I listen to it, man, because it's like 
I don't know. I, I just said I made it a ritual, man. <laughs> yo, but like, yo, Vince, just for that, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this review. This dude did the Trapped in the Closet series. It's hilarious. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Prim's Hood Cinema, but like, he did a review of it. That is just, yeah, it is. It yeah, is. Send, send me the link, man. For sure. For sure. All right, for myself, man, I was just bumping. I'm still bumping that Mickey Diamond, Bangkok Dangerous 4, pause. Um, <laughs> man, if y'all don't like Mickey Diamond, man, y'all don't like hip-hop, man. This dude, this dude is coming, pause. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, oh my god! <laughs> like, like, like Mickey, Mickey Diamond. He, he's that dude. Like, hey, this is the dude that had that uh, the the, uh, the the old Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did the yeah. Rokusaki EP. Yeah. Like, this dude is 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 the man right now. He is he, like I said, pause. He's coming. Um, I was bumping Run the Jewels one. I just felt like throwing that on. Man, that album still holds up. I was bumping Blockhead music by Cave Light. Nice. Um, Classic Very, very, very much so. Um, and then, of course, I was bumping a new master, Ace and Marco Polo, Richmond Hill. Uh, very impressive. Be on the lookout for a review for that to drop. Also, bumping the Benny the Butcher, Everyone Can Go. Be on the lookout for, for a review of that one to drop as well. But yep, that's all I that's all I've been bumping. Oh, I gotta mention too. Did y'all hear that AO by Coast Country? Yeah, that's the um that joint is on that uh that tape that just came out. That was that was the one that brought me to it because I was like that AO is ridiculous and, and one of them produced it and it sounds like it's wild. It's dope. I'm gonna check it out tonight. I got it in my queue. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Post country man, they are they something else, man. They like they are blending old school and new school hip hop seamlessly in a like it with perfection, man. Like they encompass every facet of hip hop all into one group. It's it's just like it's such a dope experience just listening to their music, man. Mm, yeah. It, that first <laughs> That first verse on that AO, I'm I'm gonna completely mess it up. So I would say just listen for yourself. But um that first MC, Eric Jamal, I think his name is, he says something along the lines of he has this extended metaphor about um uh about an ultrasound and how the ultrasound of this generation is similar to a little baby and the whole correlation of like how the this generation sound all sounds the same it, it, it's crazy you got to listen to it because when i caught it i was like rewind that joint like <laughs> <laughs> don't drop that ish <laughs> don't drop that <laughs> <laughs> God, don't drop it. <laughs> All right. Used, somebody used that video in a response to Talib Kweli back in the day when he was talking about some project he was going to drop. <laughs> oh, no. With that video, and I died laughing. Don't drop that itch. <laughs> I was in tears laughing. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank y'all so much for carving out some time. I know it's a challenge, but it's always, always appreciated. 
y'all make the show what it is. I almost thought th- I almost thought we weren't gonna have a show because I had people dropping out on me left and right. But y'all y'all came through. Y'all came through with the goods. So we we gonna keep this train rolling. Uh, we will be back next week. I wanna say next, and we'll do it. I'm a I'm out I might for the season finale. I might do that on a Sunday as opposed to a Monday night. So just a heads up in case y'all going to be able to make that. And don't forget, we still got our season 18 end of the end of the season cipher that we're going to do and, and dive into like we always do. So get your bars ready. I need to um, I need to come up with something because I, I, I'm, 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 I ain't got nothing yet. So hey, I need to come up with something too. Hey, so I, work, doing I work the bars this time or what? I work I work good under pressure. So we doing I'm battle a- bars this time or, or what? Um I haven't decided. I haven't decided. Hey, Spook might sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> and you showed up for the last one, so yeah, you 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 you, you held it down. Yeah, um, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be like a a a, a by season finale type of dude. Like, <laughs> I may not <laughs> I may not be there the first one, but I'll be there the one after it. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Jamil still owes us a verse. So yeah, yeah. I think I think um, the first round should just be Jamil, and then y'all rap. <laughs> 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 oh, we 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 gonna get it in though. We gonna get all of us in on the on the same on the same uh, cipher and hold it down like we always do. But uh, I had a I don't want to give away my tricks. I had a certain scheme in my head that I wanted to do, but I haven't fleshed it out all the way in my head, but uh, or on paper, I should say. It's in my head, but I gotta make it sound right. But I'm, I might just scrap it all together. But yeah, man, that is the show. So, gentlemen, I thank y'all once again. Uh, please be on the lookout for the for uh, uh, the syllabus for next week. And with that, I'm gonna bid y'all adieu, and I'm gonna say peace. All right, y'all. Peace, 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 Don't tell a story that's not your story. I was interested in anybody who was making like sincere art, so like, and, and people who were making things that are a bit like peculiar and strange because I, I was like, these people are authentic. So the Harold Pinters, the Edward Albies, the Sun Ra, the Bad Brains, anybody that was like, quote unquote, left the center was like, these people are telling the truth. They're not lying to me. I may not even understand them all the time, or even agree, but I, I can trust that they're not putting on airs or crafting an image and angling to be perceived in some sort of, sort of way. another kind of Unilever product. Consumer packaged good. Consumer packaged good. The CPG or or the soundtrack to to consumption. 
exercise consumption which fills and solves nothing because it's designed to do that it's designed to leave you feeling emptier than when you begin and that is just the facts now if you if somebody engages in that and they get a big mansion and a tiger and you know falcons as a result and it's like okay so what though that's not the measure of anybody valuable Come on.